And good morning, everyone. This is Shakita Slater, a.k.a. Harley Quinn, and this is the Wild, Weird, and Wishy podcast. Today, this is episode 71, and in this episode, I'm going to be discussing volumes 4 through 11 of Chainsaw Man. And I'm going to give my review on the Chainsaw Man anime and what I like about it so far. So here we go. I hope you guys are having an amazing Wednesday. Uh, I'm doing this Wednesday because I'm going to post it on uh, tomorrow just to get it all out the way and everything. So I may be drinking wine during this episode. Who knows? I got my bottle of Apothic wine here next to me with my glass. So I'm already two glasses in. So who knows what could happen during this episode. So... Volume 4 pretty much comes into what I would say the Katana Man arc, which, you know, the Samurai Sword Man, and they animated that in the anime, which I thought was so freaking amazing and really, really cool. So, in this volume, again, we have the Katana Man, we see Hameno, and her devil and you know her ghost devil <clears throat> so after everything had went down you know with Maki on the train Digi Power Hemino Aki in like this little restaurant so you know this little katana man comes in wreaking all havoc and then you have Sawatari in this one as well but this is volume four of Chainsaw Man. This is the manga. Even though they pretty much animated half of this in the anime. So after Hemino offers herself to the ghost devil, Deiji swore to avenge the members of Special Division 4 that have died so far by everybody that was being gunned down and everything. So Makima which you would think was supposedly dead, really wasn't dead, but she had this special trick up her sleeve and one involving a splattering technique that make Junji Ito grin with delight. Oh god, it, it was so good. So gruesome. As Aki aims to take the powers of a unique devil, Dinji and Power Train with, you know, Kashibi or Kishibe, or fish kebab, shit. <laughs> so, you know, they get to meet him. That part also got animated into the anime. Yes, uh, yesterday, actually. So, yesterday's episode of Chainsaw Man was pretty much volume 4, chapters 31. So that is what we got to see thus far in that one. So... As the training winds down, you know, the final fight with Saratari and Katana Man, you know, starts to unfold and all that stuff. So the true MVP of this volume was Makima, but in the anime, it's still Makima. But then Kabini, you know, has a little trick of Percy. So, you know, no slander of Kabini, please. Don't slander my daughter. Don't do it. 
so it showcases my, uh, why Makima is in charge of Special Division 4. You know, she may look like your small yet brainy woman. But the kind of power she contains would frighten even, you know, Satan himself. But, you know, Fujimoto's drawing style, there's a bit of a humor to Makima's technique that, while gruesome and gory, will find a way to make you laugh when you see the end result. So, you know. As for Denji and Power, you know, the comedic duo, you know, they're showcased strongly when training with Kashibe. Yes, they die a lot in some pretty stabby ways, as yesterday's episode pretty much <laughs> But, you know, Kashibe being drunk, you know, hasn't felt, you know, he just, he loves their spunk, you know, Kashibe loves power and Digi spunk. And when they tried to get him the second time, oh man, that, that was hilarious. <clears throat> but, you know, when Digi and Power, you know, try to play it smart and, you know, where they're, t- you know, when their techniques really start to shine, even when met with the failure, even in these teachings may not stay with the duo. They're more about throwing more so caution to the wind. But, you know, it's evident that they are eager to learn to better their skills. So, meaning they're going to get better over time, truthfully. So, Aki, oh my god, you know, who has psychological, emotional damage after the first battle, after his battle with the Katana Man. But in the manga, it's, it's you know, Samurai Sword, but, you know, it's Katana Man. So, we're at that arc, currently. Actually, we're not in that arc anymore. We're kind of, like, away from that right now. But the opportunity to take down those who killed his comrades become his the more priority. So he's still looking to kill the gun devil, and he's also looking to kill the katana man. But, you know, his fox devil really ain't fucking with him right now. And then the sword that he currently has on his back basically told him that he's got about two years left for it. So, you know, he makes his pack with the future devil, which, you know, he makes his one that he'll more likely, way more likely regret in the future, you know, knowing. This is going to get animated next week. I'm sure of it because they're coming to that part next week. Excuse me. So... Aki will die in the worst way possible after the you know the future devil showed him his future that he will die in the most gruesome way possible. So but for what he needs to accomplish, he'll have to sell his soul even to a lower bidder, even if it meant getting his revenge. So meaning uh you want this, you're going to have to trade me for this, but it's got to be something big. <clears throat> so, with the, a lot of initially players now dead or vanished, you know, Chainsaw Man, this volume basically showcased, you know, even the grandest of heroes could succumb when they least expect it. But, you know, it's sure to lead some more room for some new surefire favorites, you know, as evident as four new allies. You know, you got two doubles, two fiends, and everything. So, 
And then we're going to come into five as well. But for volume four, they animated that. Basically with Chainsaw Man, they animated one, two, three, and four. Like half, like mostly like a good bit of four. So I think, and then I think it's a 12 episodic season for Chainsaw Man, the anime right now. So from what I'm, from my understanding, they did episode 10. So I think we got about two more episodes. So in, I think in these two up like remaining episodes, they're pretty much going to get, maybe they're going to kind of finish up with four, volume four. And then we get a second part or a second season and they go ahead and do volumes five through 11, you know, cause it's a lot of stuff to pick up in the manga coming into the anime, but it's like, how is Nappa going to get that done? So, you know, with a lot more anime coming out, <clears throat> it, it's, you know, that that's my um, main concern with that. But coming into volume five, you know, Denji being a good boy and all, being a good protagonist, and all, you know, just a teenager who's got devil powers, you know, that makes changes, comes out of his body, but that does not change the fact that he is a good soul in that beaten up body of his, bless him. But bigger than any chainsaw he could push out of his heart, thank you to Pochita for your, Pochita for your sacrifice. But, volume five, Denji's heart is put to the test in a way that I don't even think he expected it to be. So, in this one, Denji, Aki, and the rest of the public safety team have some unfinished business. Katana Man and Solitari are still causing havoc. And it's up to them to deal with that problem, you know, at the forefront. So, meaning that means mowing down zombies, fighting one-on-one -on -one baddies. Uh, fighting one-on-one -on -one with the bad is my bad. And even taking some time to reflect on the past, but all of it led up to, like, most of the important part of the battle, and that's the Nard kicking contest. Mm. Yeah. So, the chainsaws and the swords have been put away. You know, it's time for a breather. So, Denji completed, like, another, like, like a big goal in his life. You know, it's Makima and did invite him to the movies, kind of, sort on a date, in a way. You know, Denji's feeling all good and everything, so he has a new kind of bond while at the theater with the head of public safety, you know, Makima confirms that he indeed has a heart. Denji's like all happy and shit, that's all part of the wrap-up section, you know, the Jim Carrey rom-com, now that goes. The weather changes, trouble shows up in the form of a new spile to protect. So, you know, Chainsaw Man does initially shine in this action sequences, in most of the action sequences. But, you know, the Splatterfest comes from Denji and Aki's fights that are like perfect blend of the 1970s Japanese revenge flicks and Lloyd Kaufman schlocks of the 80s. Don't know what I'm talking about. Go look those up because those are like the best time to go, you know, check those out. You know, 
you think you'd be grossed out. At first, you want to be grossed out with all the blood, the guts, the severed limbs on display. Man, that gets angry. <laughs> That's going to get angry. So gross. But there is so much of it that you just want to laugh. Like, completely. So, you know... Fujimoto makes the series not only hard to put down, but, you know, it's also hard to wait for the next volume to show up, and we're going to get into six as well. So, basically, in this volume, it's when the fights have stopped, where the story shines, but it's so great to see Denji have a heartfelt conflict over Makima, and you get um, Rez... It, I said at first I thought it was Rizzy, but I was like Rez, so I called it Rez. So her, in this case, it's Rez. So you know maybe it's just me or someone else, but like the barista girls usually tend to be the best waifus in manga and anime. So you know, hence I was on Team Saya and not Team Hataru and Dagashi Kashi. So not only is Rez a well-written character in this volume, but she also shared Denji's level of like dumb humor, you know, like jokey jokes that makes her like a perfect romantic co-pilot. So my heart started to sink when a new threat appears in this in this volume. That sounded like he was going to get use Rez to get a hold of Denji, so it was like, in my mind, it quickly went to thinking that the new girl would be, like, in the series for a short period of time. So, no. Fujimoto playing with my feelings right now with my fears and shit, so, but also gives me hope that Rez may or may not have a good long feature in Chainsaw Man. So here's hoping that, you know, we may get a love triangle that could avoid the usual boring tropes we've seen in the past. Mm. Yeah. So, pretty much in Volume 5 of Chainsaw Man, it not only gave you a good adrenaline rush, but it also provided you with some warm fuzzies. Free of charge. Although, we've yet to see what the gun devil may be up to next. You know, we can at least enjoy a breather too. As Denji enjoys life for a little bit, but you still don't know what is up with sub-villain Typhoon. Kind of like a shark devil. But, you know, this volume is kind of like a break thing. So, you know, happy-go-luckiness with Denji. You know, take a little break. It was so cool. But that was amazing to me. So, but volume six made me mad just a little bit because Fujimoto why would you go and break Denji's good boy heart like this like why would you play him like that why Denji wants love and every time he looks to get it it winds up blowing up in his face but this time the explosion was literally quite there because you know Denji Nerez they do kiss in front of the fireworks only for said kiss to lead to chaos. Mm. Yeah, that, mm -mm, honey. Imagine how I felt when reading this volume, like, so quick, like, and rereading it, like, ten times. <laughs> you know, 
Rez bites off Denji's tongue. Yeah. Read the manga. Shit's wild. And, you know, she shows her true nature by demanding his heart. Shark Boy Bean comes and saves the day. But the fight is only just beginning with the pull of the pen by her neck. She has, like, a pen on her neck. Kind of like how Denji can pull uh, Pochita's tail and transform into Chainsaw Man. She turned, like, she transforms into a bombastic foe, like the bomb devil, if you will. So, using explosions to take down any member of public safety that stands in the way of keeping Denji from her. So, Rez and Denji, Rez is kind of like that stalker ex-girlfriend that you're trying to get rid of, but she can't. She's kind of like, if, if I can't have you, no one can, was a person, it'd be her. Deadass. The battle to keep Denji from Rez's clutches is a parade of violence. And I'm talking parade of violence and mayhem and craziness. And some nudity. We got the nudes. We got the noodles in this book. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. At some point, Chinese Cell Man is again compared to a trauma film. But that is the first where, you know, Fujimoto... Goes full Lloyd Kaufman with the story and visuals. Said, premise is simple here in this volume, at this very moment. But you know, Rez wants Dingy, and Dingy just don't want to die anymore. Again, how many times has Dingy died? Yeah, we don't need this right now. So, what basically followed is a fight that piles up to the body count. But Aki, Beam, and even Angel Devil, oh yeah, Angel Devil does come up, do everything they can to keep Denji away from Rez because she's such a bad influence, y'all. Like, come on. Like, why? They're, they're trying everything they can to keep her away from, you know, Denji, keep her away from Denji as he's trying to get his full form back. But, you know, once Denji turned into the Chainsaw Man, you know... The fight, the brutality of the fight, kind of like triple, doubled. But on top of all of that, Denji, you know, Chainsaw Man deals with the realization that just me the most sad thing about this hero. That every woman that Denji has loved wanted him dead. Except for Makima, at least. But, you know, oh, but you gotta love this one. So the aftermath of the fight, where we see just what kind of person Denji is, Rez is attempting to put an end to Chainsaw Man, so the poor guy just doesn't seem to have it in him to end her. Just, does, just doesn't have the, the, the guts, he ain't got the heart to do it, because me personally... I wouldn't let that shit slide. Like, yeah, me personally, I wouldn't let that slide. Yep. But it's so hard to kill the person who gives you that doki-doki feeling. And, you know, sadly, it would just seem like Rez would walk into the sunset towards a probable cool spinoff manga. You know, I don't want to have to break your hearts. So I suggest seeing it for yourself. Go read this 
manga, please. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. Thank you. So, again, Fujimoto's art style, you know, is amazing. Top peak with these chapters in this sad volume. So, you know, severed appendages, the goriness, the maneuvers of Rez and her means of exploding are showcased with, you know, a different grindhouse style glee, sort of, kind of. But there are a couple of rough edges towards the end, but I love it that it's gotten brutal and disturbing sights that comes with, you know, a lot of fighting devils, so its climax do reach Akira levels of detail. So, you know, Rez having a very Tetsuo-like power that both grotesque and a beautiful sight to behold, honestly. So, the sixth volume of Chainsaw Man, in my opinion, and for those that have read it, may agree that it had a beautiful display of gore and a heart and a bunch of heartbreaks. Mm, shame. So, we came for this shit for violence. But Fujimoto, my good lord, my god, can Denji just be a good boy and let this boy find love and some peace in his life? Please, I am begging you. Please let him. Let Denji be happy for once. And I want him to be happy. I'm rooting for him to be happy. I've read this manga like so many times. I'm trying not to make it like a spoiler thing. But I think I spoiled some shit for a lot of people. So sorry. I'm going to put like spoiler alert. This is going to be spoiler alert in case anybody has not read the manga yet. So forgive me for this. Now. Where we dealt with. Everything in volumes five, no, four, five, and six. Boy, wait till you get the seven. <laughs> Eight, nine, ten, and eleven. It, it's crazy. So, heroes, according to Shonen Jump rules, may or may not correct me if I'm wrong, heroes must have some kind of a break after an epic battle that's gotta be somewhat of a shonen jump rule like heroes must have some kind of a break after epic battle can deku have a break i'm pretty sure deku's has had plenty of breaks after fighting consecutively in my hero academia i know gantoki had some breaks after fighting like hell in gintama who else had a break? I'm pretty sure Ichigo had tons of breaks in Bleach. Except for this current arc. It's going to be a minute. Let's see. Luffy. I am still in the 200s of One Piece. So I'm pretty. But Luffy has had some breaks. After he has been fighting. Who else? Has had some kind of a break. After fighting. Like crazy. If you hear any movie in the background, I'm watching the Mortal Instruments. Please forgive. But uh, yeah, almost every heroes of any anime has shown in rule again that have taken breaks after some kind of an epic battle. I'm pretty sure those I've just mentioned have had breaks like crazy. 
So, Denji is just one guy who, my good lord, he just needed a break. I'm talking a spa day, go get some ramen, go get boba, go get some tea, whatever. Go on vacation, my goodness. Denji is just a teenager, let him have this? It's bad enough he had to work. As a child, after his dad, after his dad offed himself because he had all that depth, and then she had to grow up paying off his unalive dad's debt, uh, you know, his depth and shit. So, oh my god, he got his heart broken so bad in volume six, it was just a mess. So, rightfully, he deserves some time away from the noise and killing the devils and thankfully makima suggests a trip to inoshima so you know which kicks Denji out of his funk so you know go on that vacation like i said go 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 take breaks you know sightseeing and fun bonding <laughs> for now so before the vacation even came about there's some footage of Denji's blasted all over the television of, you know, all over Japan. Word gets out all over America, all over the world, pretty much, about Denji's existence, marking him a marked man. As such, you know, Makima orders Denji to keep his head down for the time being. With the news of Denji spreading, three groups of assassins arrive. Like a trio of American brothers, the Russian hunter and her subordinate and two others to finally complete the trauma bingo card. A sex-crazed Chinese lesbian and Germany's twisted version of Santa Claus. Fujimoto need Fujimoto has been getting the well done with this manga. God damn. <laughs> So poor Digi is just not having the heart to care about his well-being. He's like, so what if they know about me? Okay, what the fuck is that going to do for me? So again, Makima's telling him to lay low for a minute. So the trip to Inoshima has been postponed, leaving him sulking in front of the TV. You know, this is a hero that just cannot catch a break in life. From his poor upbringings, like I just mentioned, uh, you know, about his dad and stuff, to many of the friends that he has gained, and loves leaving his presence in utter brutality. Like, not even Power's wacky personality can snap Dingy out of his bullshit. He's sad. Like, what? What? Hurt me personally. I would never. Anywho, it's a warm. It's why a breath of fresh air is and still needed because Dingy just can't be on his own. Like he just can't be by himself. That's crazy. So you know, public safety keeps many keen eyes on him, like a fucking hawk i'm talking they are on him like a hawk like to see if he gets out of line or whatever so you know there's mayhem to be had from power's crappy driving skills to the arrival of the assassins 
and a moment of quiet for Denji to appreciate. So, you know, there is just no time for him to clear his head with his literal head and heart in danger of being taken by those wanting that sweet bounty. If you thought going through a, a whole world of sadness was bad, try dealing with it while other people are trying to kill you. Oh, he just like me for real. Only no one's trying to kill me, they just trying to annoy the fuck out of me. But that's a completely different story from another time. Fujimoto just torturing Denji at this point. Like, why are you like this? Why are you torturing your protag? Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Even though Shinsaw Man is like a chock full of comedy and action, like tons of it, you know, Denji is the main recipient of, however, you know, just never gives the Chainsaw Man, the Chainsaw Devil, a chance to stop and smell roses. Like, let this boy have a goddamn break. I am asking Fujimoto, respectfully, give Denji a goddamn break. Mmm. Okay, that's glass number three on a Wednesday. That's happy hour for me in quarantine. So, you know, from one point to the next point to the next point, Denji's life is just a non-stop barrage of chaos and death. Nothing but chaoticness and death. This may be the overall tone of this manga, but, like, you know, it has to be one of the concerned... But one has to be concerned of the mental health of our hero. And I think because Denji really didn't have, and I'm kind of at this end as well, that Denji hasn't really experienced life the way that, you know, we should. You know, he's a chainsaw man, he's constantly fighting he's constantly working it's like at this point has he barely got any sleep has he barely eaten everyone is coming after him and trying to kill him and take his heart he's just trying to like enjoy life and it just brings me back to what i was saying that he didn't really experience a really good childhood because his dad killed himself. And Denji, again, was forced to pay off his dad's death to the Yakuza. And you saw how Volume 1 and Episode 1 turned out of Chainsaw Man. And... You know, when he was spending time in Makima at first glance, ouch, you know, he ate food for, you know, he's had some good food for a minute. You know, he's got to, you know, just try to enjoy the best life of his ability. So, yeah, his mental health has got to be fucked at this moment because you're doing all of that, but you never really, never really had that time to wind down. So at this point in the manga, I feel really bad for Denji because you just want to relax. He's tired. 
you know, power can't even snap back to reality, but he's, like, really exhausted, and I kind of feel that. So, you know, nevertheless, it does give us the chance to meet and witness some new interesting characters in this manga as well. You know, the American Brothers have this Boondock Saints, Reservoir Dogs kind of vibe to them. I'm pretty sure this is going to get animated so beautifully. And lacking the smarts of your average Quentin Tarantino character, German Santa Claus is unsettling, especially with the demands and means of controlling others. So when she's not waist deep in her sex clique, Quanxi demonstrates her skills with a blade with the slickest of ease. So, you know, then there's the Russian duo whose deal I'm still trying to figure out. I had this meme of, oh, he just like me. Oh, he just like me for real. So, make a long story short on volume 7 of Chainsaw Man. Dingy and the rest of the public safety have their work cut out for them heavily. So, you know, it sets up what could be, you know, a very horrible time, troublesome time, even though he's still suffering from a broken heart. It's clear that Dingy knows what's at stake, what's going on, what he must do, what his task is. So, you know, it'll be no time before he snaps back to his normal self. After all, you just can't, you can't go to Inoshima on vacation if you're dead. You just can't. So, Volume 7, it just basically tells you, like, basically this whole manga alone it's just Denji not being able to catch a break when he needs a break. That's like us working constantly every single day. And, you know, some of us have kids. Some of us have, like, like a slew full of responsibilities and everything. So it's very difficult to focus on anything, really, you know. I haven't even folded my laundry yet. You know, some people, you know, mental health affects other people differently. So, I like that they brought this up. And I like that, you know, especially in the manga, when focusing on one's mental... I mean, again, Denji's just a teenager. You know, he's a teenager, he's just a 16-year-old, you know, because most of us is 16. We went to movies, we went to concerts, we hung out with our friends, you know, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Dingy couldn't even do that. And it sucks and it's sad to even... You know, that's what I like about the anime and the mangas as well, because you get the point out. Because you somewhat resonate with the character, even though you've never dealt with, you know, their issues when they were just kind of, like, discovering... Actually, some of us have. I can't say that. Some of us have. So, you know, with Denji, it's just, ugh, poor baby needs a break. Especially at becoming input to the uh, later chapters with Yoru and Asa. Um... And you got the school attacker, that devil. And then you got another devil that's somewhat like a chainsaw man. 
Oh, I'm getting to that too. So there was a school attacker, and they know Asa is going to meet goes to uh, meet a friend. This is a later chapter. It's late, but I have not done my notes for those yet. I don't think I have, and I have to go find it. It's a completely different journal, and I have to go find it. So, volumes 8 and pretty much 9. Fujimoto be playing with me. Fujimoto stays playing with the emotions of us readers. I'm sick of it. I am sick of it. Because the visuals and the violence are just showcased in such unique fashions. Like a blend of Suda51 video games. Like a Suda51 video game. And again with Lloyd Kaufman films. So you know it'd be really hard to predict what this man had came up with. So anywho with volume. Starting off where volume 7 had left off. Dingy. You know, again, a public target for multiple assassins all over the world. So, the rest of public safety, what's left of them, have to protect him. Have to protect him. But the likes of Quanxi, the Puppeteer, and Tolka, and Master have their own crazy strength. And, you know, suddenly the Puppeteer and Master, again, have the upper hand as they call upon the Hell Devil... To drag everyone to the bad place. So that's where the public safety come face to face with the most terrifying entity yet. And that's the darkness double. So. It's a lot y'all. It is a lot but. It's just oh my gosh. So, case in point with the volume 8 one, it was just such an uneasy feeling. I don't know why, but for like volume 8, it was just an even, like a whole bunch of badassery, but that unease from the hell devil still sticks around throughout the rest of the like 8th volume. So, the public safety does return. Their bodies and limbs are piled up on top of a skyscraper, so is everyone dead, pretty much? Dingy will have a moment's peace. Will he, though? Is that vacation still going on? Like, we need to know. I need answers. But, you know, it's crazy. But Volume 8, you know, Dingy went out of his way, you know, finds a way out of the hell, thanks to Makima. And, you know, the fever dream aspect of Fujimoto's visuals, again, you know, reach full tilt. But there's a memorable face-off with Denji, Foxy, and Santa Claus. The German Santa Claus. <laughs> filled with so much blood and gore and doll parts and fire and even the, the one-off occasional joke. But it's how the fight ends that will take any like that take any of us by surprise. That will take any of you guys by surprise. I brought the manga crazy. But you know, the punchline reaching a true bonkers level of insanity. It's so crazy. But after all, once I, you know, I think I'll only think of Halloween to light up. So that it's just crazy. So volume nine was Definitely an uneasy feeling. 
ugh, it just wasn't that what I was seeing was disturbing me. It was more like how things felt like they were just ending too damn soon. So ever since the beginning, you know, the gun, the building up the interest of the gun devil, the main villain of the story, but now that he has came up, I can't help but feel a little underwhelmed. But before we get to any of that, oh my gosh. Can we let Denji, Power, and Aki have a breather for once? And you know, after all the events that went down in the eighth volume, you know, the three protags are recovering from the incident. So Aki's, yeah, he's missing an arm. This is a sp- trigger warning, no, spoiler warning for anybody that's, you know, kind of into everything. But yes, Aki's missing an arm. Power's got some psychological issues. When does she not have any psychological issues? She's a pathological liar. She's like the Usopp of Chainsaw Man. She's got some psychological issues. And Denji's well-being... He's just being Denji. So, you know, they go to a trip to Hokkaido to see Aki's family grave results in a much-needed fun escapade, you know, with the three of them having something of a good time together. However... As one can expect, this is just a calm before the storm. So, Makima let the team know the whereabouts of the gun devils. So, you know, bodies split up amongst various countries. It's become apparent that the mission was just seemingly hokey to begin with. The real reason for the mission is for Japan to gain more control of the gun devil's body so that it has something in its body, you know. Something in their back pocket if war troubles begin. So, as you can probably guess, the United States doesn't want Makima plant to succeed. So, that's crazy. So, we're going to let them deem inner demons loose? Via the aid of the American government. So, you know, the gun devils let loose throughout Japan. So, the gun devils are already here. He's letting loose in Japan. Thousands are slaughtered as Makima, Aki, the Angel Devil, and a few others hold the line. It's a brutal catastrophe from beginning to end. With a body count, that would make any person wince with anguish and shudder at the thought of that high-ass body count. Good lord. So, I don't have no sense single um, ounce of emotion going through my well-being while i read this part because chainsaw man has been teasing this battle for so long it's it's here finally the gun devil's here so was it rushed honestly i don't think it was i think some part of me saying it's what this one was rushed because the anticipation and the build-up of the gun devil was kind of like why didn't he just show up in like volume five or mid volume for you know mid volume on volume five i would have been okay with that but you know i'm not the creator i am not the writer for this this is not my idea this is not my brainchild so i think fujimoto at some point wanted to just get the story over with i don't know but you know what the twist at the end revolved around Makima's true being. Eh, but the fight does not, it didn't end there. 
So the story of Denji, so him not being in this battle would seem rather strange, but it kind of does feel strange. So Chainsaw Man faces off with the gun devil who is taking control of a certain someone's body. I'm not going to mention that certain someone's body. But the face-off, which goes back and forth between reality and a snowball fight in Dingy's mind, you know, is as gruesome and gory as one can get between the two opposing forces. Oh my gosh! After seeing what the gun devil can do and what he's done to thousands of Japanese people, it just feels so very not exciting. It's just like, yo, it's just so much. So, the climax at some point, again, I'm thinking this one got rushed a bit though. Especially even after reading it eight, nine times over. You know, the arrival of the big baddie, which is the gun devil, was somewhat not impactful as I imagined it would have been. I felt somewhat bored reading this volume you know hopefully in its final volumes can muster any sort of come of any sort of a comeback which sort of kind of yeah but you know that just basically covered up volumes eight and nine so we're going to go through 10 and 11 and i'm going to go ahead and talk about the later chapters which is really exciting to get to see, but I'm not going to get into the later chapters until probably tomorrow. Probably tomorrow night. Um, after this one, so I do want to give my thoughts on the anime as well, because i got about a couple minutes left to do. But, uh... Alright, had to do something. Uh, my grandmother had to come back to this. Had to pause for a sec. But, uh, we're in... Volumes 10 and 11. This was kind of like short at best. Especially for Chainsaw Man, but I will go ahead and... You know, may have stumbled a good bit in this volume, but, you know, it picked itself right back up. You know, it goes deeper into the character's lures, not to mention deliver a high-flying level action-worthy, you know, Japanese grindhouse film with... Only this covering part one of the Chainsaw Man manga. I'm actually kind of excited that, you know, the manga is still going on. Coming past, you know, chapters 101. I'm kind of glad for that. And everything. So, this is volume 10 and 11 review on the Chainsaw Man manga. So, yay! So, after reading through what I felt in Volume 9, which I, again, felt like it was kind of rushed, you know, a rush job regarding the Gun Devil's arrival, because I still think he should have came up. Like, the Gun Devil should have popped up in Volume 5, maybe, coming into 6. So... Makima's true nature and Aki's old-timely demise, you know, Fujimoto was rushing to get the story finished, I don't know, to say the least. But, you know, when I least expected it, more fuel was added to its tank and you know, I guess volume 10 and 11. So, 
So following the aftermath of a certain character's death, I'm not going to mention name, death, uh, Denji and Power live one day at a time, with Denji pretty much riddled with guilt after everything that's happened. He runs into Makima, who invites him to her place filled with fluffy dogs that make Denji really, really happy. So, you know, Makima's there to offer Denji to grant him any wish that he desires, after, like, as they said in the earlier chapters <clears throat> of this series. So, Denji reveals his wish to Makima, talking about, I want to be your dog. Wow, he could have just brought back a certain character, but you want to be a dog? You want to be a bitch, Denji? You want to be a bitch? That's technically what a dog is. <clears throat> so, with that careless, careless request... And I was drinking throughout this whole damn review. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? So, Denji's world starts to crumble. Sure, it looks peaceful at first, living without a goddamn care in the world. But you have to understand, Makima kills another said character. For those that haven't read the manga, get to it. <clears throat> you know kills a certain character in front of Denji, leaving him suffering more over what's now a big, huge, humongo regrets. So, what's more crazy and more wild, everyone is gunning for Makima's head. As a heavily armed squad attempts to kill the control devil, unfortunately, Makima has Chainsaw Man under her command. Meaning now, Denji was so knee-deep in love, I'm talking in love with Makima, she somewhat hasn't loved him. She played my boy. Like, congratulations, you played yourself. <clears throat> so, she has Chainsaw Man under her command and tells Denji to protect her at any cost. So, basically... Denji didn't know her true intentions. She sees her true intentions. You still see how that goddamn shit goes. So, it's reminiscent of volume 9, maybe 8. That, you know, feeling of sadness overwhelms Denji in power. And Makima comes around to comfort our anti-hero. But, like with Makima, occasionally what she did to Aki... Beforehand, she also does the dingy. All for a cause that seems to benefit humanity as a whole. Basically saying it's good for the economy. Bitch. Does it make a lick of damn sense? No. That's what's crazy. To does you because you know it's a nonsensical seem plausible kind of thing. So, Fujimoto, again, brings plenty of life to the battle showcase into this volume with enough violence and gore and disgustingness that it keep Katsuhiro Otomo on his toes. So, Chainsaw Man once again finds himself in hell only to make mincemeat out of everything that tries to take him down. But to what 
he does in these final panels of these volumes is that, you know, just how far he'll get to, you know, he'll go to get a certain job done. So the final moments seem to set up exactly what's in store for Denji. In this Chainsaw Man finale, but it's not really a finale. It's just this part one of everything. So, all his life, he's only known pain and sorrow. And a lot of, like, abandonment. So, while Akima somewhat offered him a break from all of that, the fact that she brought those feelings back to him just stings even more. I'd be mad as all hell. Like, me personally, she would have got her head bitten off. I don't care. That's just wrong for how she did him. One doesn't even have to dig too deep on what Digi's suffering so, you know, Makiba can free the world of such a feeling. So, yeah, that... Mm -mm. No, honey. No, honey. It could not be me at all. So, let's be clear that this isn't the end of Chainsaw Man. I'm so happy. It's just pretty much the beginning. So, the public safety arc, though 11 volumes happen, nothing more, but, you know, Denji's origin story, we get to see, like, a lot, um, we get to see and meet a lot of new characters and get to know a lot of uh, new characters. It's an amazing thing, but facts are facts. It took too long for the gun devil to even come up, but I kind of understand, like, somewhat understand the buildup because, you know, you want to be like, oh my god, I can't wait. Because gun devil has been mentioned a lot of times in the manga, but, you know, we really don't know who the ultimate puppet master is, but in that realization, you know, this volume should totally terrify you, but that's totally fine. So, case in point with this one, <laughs> I just got a text from my boyfriend. Um, he has been bothering me ever since. I don't know why, but that's totally okay. All right, so volume eleven was basically, in my opinion, like anticlimactic. I don't know. In a way, but that's totally okay. <clears throat> so, who was the ultimate puppet master in this volume? Let us go ahead and continue. So, Makima isn't one to just sneeze at. Her fight with Denji Chainsaw Man has her point all sorts of tricks up her sleeve, like old villains, zombified allies, even members of the general public are used to try to take Denji down, but due to the fact of, you know, Denji's dumbass luck, he got right, he got the right kind of people on his side, and we do get to see Kashiba and Power, but you thought, hey, wasn't Power unalived? Spoiler. You know, it takes more than death to keep an oddball down and everything. And Pochita makes a deal with power 
with Denji, you know, swearing that he'll find her again once things finally calm down. So Kishibe, on the other hand, you know, will love nothing more for Denji to never turn into Chainsaw Man again. And simply just disappear into the crowds. So, you know, said crowds start chanting his name. Like, Denji, Chainsaw Man, Chainsaw Man. And so Denji realizes that he needs more in life than a simple breakfast. He wants steak. He wants multiple. Girl, he wants the hose. And he wants to indulge in acts of lust. Denji wants sex. He wants food. He wants steak. He wants the good shit. It all, that's all he wants. Uh, that's all I want from a son. That is my kid. But it all leads to Denji's plan to finally, finally, finally take down Makina. So what starts off as an act of chaos, which technically involved into pure madness. Like, yo, what the fuck? So again, Fujimoto does not miss... This art style with Fujimoto it has just been amazing to me thus far because, you know, it's Fuji fucking Moto. You know, it even reaches a point where everything is just a bloody mess with Chainsaw Man and Makima. You know, just trading blows until one of them is down and out. Before the actual TKO or RKO can be called... Uh. Excuse me. A sneak attack rewrites the results. And, then, and Denji can finally have his goddamn break. Mm-mm. So, how Makima is finally, finally, finally gone, disposed of, will make some people wince. You know, Chainsaw Man, this is a manga. You know, whose whole attitude is made from DNA of directors of Lloyd Kaufman, Noboru Iguchi. Iguchi? Yeah. If you don't know who that is, I suggest go look his name up. But, uh, yes. So, you know, it would come off as no surprise to, you know, a solution that'd be as grotesque as everything else in the manga. You know, sick freak. But, you know, wrap things up here, which, you know, I truly commenced. Um, you know, we got a new control devil enters the picture. Thanks to Kishibe's detective work. I like that guy already. Seeing him animated has brought me joy, honestly. So Denji doesn't have to kill this one. You know, he merely needs to raise her correctly. So, you know, what does this mean now for the Chainsaw Man? Does he become a tale of a parental figure? Protecting the child? Oh no, baby. No, Denji has school to worry about. Much less think about another mouth if he stop. <clears throat> so, this pretty much concluded part one of Chainsaw Man. Despite some of its flaws, you know, Fujimoto has once more managed to showcase one of the most entertain entertaining and gory, bloody messy shonen series round. I love this guy. I love him. You know, it broke the rules. It made us cry. It made us laugh. It made us like freaked out, grossed out, everything. So, it's amazing 
so I'm really excited to see how I'm just going to go ahead and reread the later chapters and I'll drop that episode tomorrow. But now, Denji, at this point, after part one, can go ahead and take his break as he rightfully, rightfully deserves. All right. So that concludes the reviews of Chainsaw Man. Well, technically part one of the volumes um, of the core for that one. That basically concludes everything. So I hope you guys enjoyed that one. But I also want to give a little review of the anime. The Chainsaw Man anime. And what I think about it thus far. It has been a joy to see a lot of things get animated. From, you know, Kashibe getting animated to him whooping power and Denji's ass getting animated. It was good seeing Soatari and Katana Man get animated. It was good to see Aki with his little man bun and how he does his morning routines. It was really cool. Um... So pretty much the episodes that we were in yesterday was Volume 4, Chapter 31. So we are going to go ahead. So pretty much next week, we're going to see pretty much Aki's, you know, contract with the Future Devil. For those that read the manga, you know what that deal is. And, you know, we are going to see Soatari. We are going to see the Katana Man <clears throat> again. I the R.I.P. Himeno. That was so cool. Oh, yeah. And that one barf scene that I dared not talk about. I was totally grossed out, but then I laughed at it. But <laughs> it was overall, I like the anime so far. I like everything. Like, Everyone may have an, uh, issues with the animation, but, you know, it's got some hypnosis, but I'm totally okay with that. What else? Oh, my daughter, Kabini, is so adorable. It's, it's seeing her animated was amazing, especially when they were in that hotel. And <laughs> she did a little scream. Uh, when Himeno told her to put up two, like, put up peace signs. After Himeno went up the stairs and she came around and she saw Kabini freaking out with the peace signs up. And she was like, Kabini beat that scream. Like, and I just laughed and she turned around and saw Aki come out the door. And saw Aki come out the room. I'm like, yo, relax. But in any any situation that's how most of the female characters are but i like it thus far it was pretty well done um i like saratari's uh devil the snake devil and how like because her what she had to give up was fingernails which was crazy dope because like you could just look at a finger hey take this fingernail i need you to do something so and what else? Kobani went in last week. In last week's episode of Chainsaw Man, she went in. I'm talking, jumped up on the snake, 
like it was parkour and chopped slice off the katana man's arm put three bullets in the back of him and so it's hurry looking all what the fuck and tossed that man in the van so Atari tossed that man in the van and told him you can die in here <laughs> she grabbed him and tossed him like yeah you can die in the van and then Kavini, you know, trying to, I'm surprised she didn't aim for her head. Because Kavini had a, a pretty decent shot <clears throat> at getting at her. For whatever reason, she didn't. So Kavini, you know, grabbed Chainsaw Man, hit behind him, and, you know, tried to get everything done. And she's feeling so guilty. And she is un cracking under pressure. Madoka handed in his resignation and told him and told Makima and the other two that streets ain't safe mail me my last check I just want to go work a regular ass job and then coming up and then like asking and here's another thing on his part he he handled this poorly you're supposed to hand in your resignation after you got all the questions out that you needed to ask you don't just hand in your resignation and then ask the question Oh, what do you think you could have anticipated this, Makima? Makima turned around and said, I don't share information with private public citizens. I will hand this person, like, I will pass this along to the higher ups and left. Even him stunned. That motherfucker was stunned to speak. What else? Not even gonna get into the barf scene because that was just like gross as shit, but that is okay. But all in all, the anime, I love it. The animation's great. Mappa did good with this one. It's a shame. It's like 12 episodes, but that's okay. Because we're in volume 4 now. So we're on volume 4 with the anime. So for anybody that was wondering where we are in the manga, we're currently in volume 4. So in chapter 31. So, right now, I think the next two episodes are going to wrap up chapter, no, yeah, I think, yeah, they're going to wrap up volume four, and I think the last episode, they're pretty much going to go into five. They're going to go into five. So, that'll be, like, the first half of Chainsaw Man being done, and we may, may not get a second part to it, which we are. Because, you know, there's so much to cover, you know, in the manga. So for anybody asking, they covered 31 chapters of the manga. So we have about a total of 113 chapters of Chainsaw Man before the, oh yeah, the newer chapter drops next Tuesday. <coughs> uh, chapter 114 drops next Tuesday. So... You know, it's 114 chapters in for, well, almost 114 chapters in for uh, Shade Sun So, <clears throat> they have a lot to cover with this one. So, I'm excited to see how all of this gets done. Oh, yeah, and then yesterday's episode. Man, listen, Makima would have saw me giving her the side eye because why wouldn't you not tell me? That this man was going to beat our ass like this. 
he was giving power and energy just a regular hug just a simple ass hug he is fighting for their life getting a simple ass hug fighting for their damn lives and i'm like yo this man broke they necks broke they damn necks aki in the hospital sad about Jimeno and it, it's crazy it's so sad that you know he's grieving his partner <clears throat> and you know these other two that were seen with Makima in last week's episode or in this episode's uh from yesterday Okay, yeah, everybody was telling me that Shinobi Noitiki got great, so I'm going to start on that currently. Yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to go on and begin it while I can. Because <coughs> there's just so much stuff I want to catch up on right now, but in Shinobi, and I've been seeing it from everybody, especially in the black anime like some people talking about it on twitter <clears throat> so i'm just gonna go ahead and get into shinobi after i am currently recording this episode because i am losing it right now because wine's getting the best of me but uh <clears throat> and then coming into the second part you know power and dingy wearing glasses and I'm like, what in hell is wrong with y'all right now? So they're trying to get Kashibe in the worst way possible. You know, that backfired because Power, I thought she got him. I did not think that man was going to anticipate her throwing a blood staff at him. And I'm like, fucking kidding me right now like i know you lying so after those poor babies haven't got anything done whatsoever <clears throat> you know power's anemic she's slowly anemic Digi comes up behind him. That backfired. This man roundhouse kicked Dingy's glasses off his face. Like, are you dead ass serious right now? I'm talking, are you fucking kidding me right now? It's, ugh. It was so funny. Power in the in the apartment on the ground laid out. Denji is there on the ground laid out until he gets up after he says, like, oh, we're done training for today. Alright, cool. The moment they were done supposedly training for the day, psych, you thought, Kashibe throwing a knife Dead set at Denji's head. And I'm like, are you motherfucking kidding me? And then we're going to come to Aki getting 
into this little room where the devil is, the future devil, so I'm really excited. And this time, oh, yeah, he has little tiny spoiler manga wise, but I'm not going to do that. Psych, y'all thought. But it, it does get a little crazy that, um, you know, what he has to give up and, you know, what the next scene would hold for him. So it does get a little wild, especially on the Aki front because, you know, of his devil that he's going to come into contract with. It's, it's, it's going to be crazy. So chapters 32 and 33 may come into episode 11. I believe so. So, yes. But that will conclude today's episode of my Chainsaw Man review of volumes 4 and 11. Of 4 through 11, my bad. Wine is kicking my ass, and I'm gonna go ahead and start Shinobi no Itsuki right now. I catch up because I am off by four episodes, and supposedly it has been getting good. So, tomorrow I will talk about chapters the second part, part two of the manga of Chainsaw Man, which is chapters 101 to 113 and then i'm gonna talk about chapters 15 of tokyo demon bride story um and then i'm gonna do a gintama manga review so that's gonna be tomorrow so i'm really excited uh on this lovely wednesday that i get to post this on thursday so yay um because if i don't do it tomorrow not this episode if i don't do the next episode tomorrow i'll just do it for friday um but yes but thank you guys so much for listening to me ramble on about this review <laughs> i do appreciate it and thank you guys so much for the ongoing support of supporting my little brainchild i do appreciate it heavily and I can't wait to see what next year holds. I will be making um, some little New Year's resolutions uh, for next year and what to expect for next year. I want to do more for next year. So I'm really excited for that. But I will talk about it in tomorrow's episode of this podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening. I love you all. I hope you have an amazing Wednesday. And... Uh, Stay wild, stay weird, stay witchy, and stay magical. Stay true to yourself. And don't let anybody tell you how to live your life. All right? All right. Bye, guys.